Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. But he was a sweet guy. Like on our second day, he brought me flowers. And he was like, look, I don't have a lot of money. I just wanted to show you that I care. And I was like, oh my god. You don't have to spend money on me to show me that you care. If you want to show me that you care, like, just let me go through your phone. <laughs> That's all I want. Yo, I'm Rob Christensen, and uh, I am a comic from Brooklyn, New York. I should have been arrested and had way more felonies than I do, but I got away with a lot of shit. I got away with it. People generally see me and they think I'm just, like, an asshole, tough guy, whatever, you know, but... I think I'm pretty emotional and soft, you know? Like, I always knew I had a softer side when I was a kid. And then when I got into all the bad stuff, you shove that down. Like, you'll be whatever you want to be. You will be the, the beast that you feed. But when I started doing stand-up, the actual me started coming back. Come on, you guys. We got one last comic up Dope. I'm feeling good about this. I'm actually a really positive person. <laughs> I'm trying to live my truth is a sentence that idiots say. <laughs> but really, you know, no one wants to live a lie. But that's why I'm happy to announce that next week I'm going to start taking hormones and I'm finally gonna transition into an even more muscular man. That's right, baby. Oh yeah. My whole, I'm sorry, my whole life I felt like an action movie star stuck inside the body of a customer service representative at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. No more, no more. When I say hormones, I mean testosterone that I bought at my gym from a weird dude, but he's diesel, so I trust him. And I don't know where I'm gonna pee. I can't pee with you normal dudes no more. Uh Uh-uh, I'm too action for that. From now on, I can only pee in the woods in between a wolf and an owl. I only urinate in between nocturnal predators. I'm often very far from the woods and hold my urine in for very long amounts of time. I used to sell PCP in Brooklyn. So I don't use Yelp because that's snitching. Yelp is only angry people. You should be forced to take a nap before you leave a Yelp review. 
Go on Yelp if you want to find out what the angriest man in Carlsbad has to say about Korean barbecue. It's bullshit. Now let me get on the internet and rat on a waitress. Yeah, she really needs to take it in the ass like that. It's bullshit. Plus, Yelp will call up a business and they'll, and they'll fucking force them to pay money to have their good reviews put on the top of the page. That's some mafia shit. It's like, hey, I noticed you had a few good reviews here. It'd be a shame if something happened to them. I wouldn't want someone to put those reviews at the bottom of the page. I want to apologize real quick about my face. I realize I have a bad face. It's a very punchable face. I know that from experience, firsthand, pun intended. I have what's commonly referred to as a resting dick face. I got a face that means business, but is also bad for business. My presence is full of intensity, but it also looks like a fight bum's intense city. That's what I look like. I, I really am trying to smile more in my older age because I realize that sometimes people will see me and get nervous that I'm gonna freestyle rap at the house party. I might do it. It's gonna be all originals with a limited vocabulary, and at some point, I'm gonna accidentally say a word I'm not allowed to say. It's not gonna be one of those really bad words, though. I don't say those words, I'm not a monster. It's gonna be a B-level bad word, like oriental. Is it bad? Yeah, well, Aruna Party, not in America. America. Cheap applause break number one of the set. <laughs> I actually like the word oriental because it's a warning word. It's a gateway word, yeah. If you're at a party and you hear someone say that word, you know they also say all the other bad words. They're testing the waters. Get out of that conversation. They're gonna say a word that will ruin the night. Hey, how'd it do, y'all? I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. For me growing up in Brooklyn, I was supposed to be a cop. My brother's a cop, had an aunt who's a cop, dad's a code officer, yeah. And that's what they do. That's what everyone does. I, I was like really quiet kind of an introverted person, so I feel like it was a little tougher for me. I wasn't like, I didn't have a lot of friends and stuff like that, so I was always just like looking for places to fit in, and so I ended up kind of getting into trouble because of that. When you're trying to fit in, you end up doing things you wouldn't normally do. I was a teenager in Brooklyn in the 90s, which was like the golden age of rap, and then also the golden age of the rave scene, and there was like lots of drugs, and it was still kind of tough, and um, I started writing graffiti because it was the, uh, like the first art that I could do without being called a bitch. That's just the way it was in Brooklyn at the time. It's like, I'm not gonna go be in a play, you know? Like, you're just gonna catch so much flack for that. And so it's like a way to express yourself in more of like a tough 
tough world. And so that's why I started writing graffiti. There was a gang that was from Brooklyn called BTS. The crew started originally as a graffiti crew. They like kept me around because it was like important that someone wrote a lot of graffiti for the crew. They were also dealing drugs and I got involved in like selling weed, PCP, and hits of ecstasy. And uh, that's also when I started getting high. I just lived that whole lifestyle until uh, the drama of being an everyday neighborhood drug dealer turned into the scariest thing that ever happened to me. There was this dude who just got out of jail. He was like, hey, I want to buy some weed. And all my boys were there. They were all there. And they watched me walk into this like basement area of, of some apartment building. And as soon as we got back there, he pulled out a razor. He put it to my neck, took the weed, went through my wallet. And then he just walked out, walked right past all my boys. Like he was just, he had no fear. He was not scared that anything was going to happen to him. And so then when something like that happens, I, I put it in the back of my head and I'm like, I'm not really cut out for this, you know? I'm scared to go get a massage because I can't tell the difference between a place that's gonna fix my shoulder and a place that's gonna give me a surprise hand job. <laughs> and I would never pay for sex because I'm under the impression that sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. Bong bong. <laughs> but I don't know why I would pay for a hand job when it's a fact that I give the best hand job on the planet. <laughs> I made it happen 100% of the time since I'm 11 and a half years old. I did it on a plane, on a train, in a house with a mouse. I'm the Dr. Seuss of jerking off this dick to completion. <laughs> I even got it done on Adderall, which is nearly impossible. <laughs> because on Adderall, I'm my best possible self with my smallest possible dick. <laughs> I don't let that stop me, I'm not a quitter. I will start dropping fingers off. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Ladies, you've been there. Maybe one of your boyfriends right now, you gotta drop a few fingers off. I will drop fingers off till I'm jerking off with an okay symbol. Also, I owe everyone two punches. Y'all looked at it. Y'all looked at it. <laughs> but I will never let my girlfriend drop a finger, not one, okay? Put two hands on it, make me feel special. I deserve to feel special. I bought you a Chanel purse. I deserve to feel special. <laughs> I think based on that logic, I do pay for hand jobs. <laughs> I'm getting ripped off. <laughs> I had the honor of having a conversation with a person wearing a Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> it was odd. Because very early in the conversation, the guy told me that he was upset that gay people stole the rainbow. <laughs> That's a weird third line of a conversation. <laughs> we had just exchanged names and all of a sudden you're dropping a thesis statement on me? Did you come out of the house ready to argue? So I was like, yo, hold up. First of all, it's impossible to steal weather phenomenon. And second, there's no way that gay people had to steal the rainbow because the rainbow came out of the closet. The rainbow has always been the most flamboyant weather phenomenon. <laughs> Every time you see it, its outfit never matches. Cross the other side of it, you're gonna meet a wizard and a horse of a different color. 
I think it's, uh, I think that the rainbow is actually a positive use of a flag. And I mean, usually, I mean, flags are usually just penis extensions for countries, you know? Like sometimes flags can mean bad things, but not the rainbow flag, you know? It's a, it's a positive thing. Like we went to the moon just to put a flag on it before the Russians. If that's not about dicks, I don't know what's about dicks. The spaceship looks like a dick, astronauts look like sperm. We went up there, shot a big fat American white on the moon and said, fuck you, Russia. And they're still mad about it. They got real good at Facebook. <laughs> Sometimes when I talk shit like this, uh, I feel like, like out of place because I'm like kind of an aggressive liberal, which means I'm kind of a political unicorn. <laughs> it's like a liberal with a backbone, who'd have thought? Sometimes I don't make sense because I'm like, I'm anti-war and I'm down to fight about it. Let's do this. <laughs> Equality or else. Healthcare, we could step outside. I'm gonna take your guns away. Use your guns to take other people's guns away. How's that make sense? Every bad thing that could possibly happen to you in drugs happened to me. And I wasn't G enough. I wasn't going to kill somebody. So you can't, you know, you're going to get to that point where you have to do some shit like that. I'm not doing that. It's like the total of these negative experiences is when I would decide to make a change. I always knew selling drugs was never an end game. So I went into the Air Force to get out of it. When I went to the Air Force and did basic training, I was working out of the Borges Bulgaria airport. And it was the strictest thing I've ever done in my life, the most discipline I, that I could ever need. I realized, hey, if I could get through this, I could probably do college. So then I started going to a school in California, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. But I still love doing drugs, you know, that doesn't go away. And uh, things got really bad. One time I was high on acid and I had a flip out and had to go to the psycho ward for a day. It was like all rainbows in the beginning and it turned into skulls. And then the next day I was in a, I was in a hospital. But I'm real lucky because that is when I found comedy and it changed my life. Finally, I had a way that I can show people myself. So it was like important that I can't be hung over tomorrow because I need to do stand-up. I can't get high because I need to do stand-up. I want every punchline to hit. I want to come up with new jokes while I'm up there. I want the brain to click into that next level where you're not, it's like stand-up's in charge and you're watching it, you're just along for the ride. Stand-up replaced the place in my life that drugs were. Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find the ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even men's fragrances have to sound tough. How ridiculous is that? You know, every men's fragrance is like sunset cowboy or black ice or eagle's dick. I don't want to smell <laughs> like an eagle's dick. <laughs> I 
I got three candles last Christmas from a cheap person. And, but they were man candles. Like, they couldn't get me normal candles. Like, because I have a penis, I can't enjoy potpourri. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, I'm a dude, so my candles need to be man candles, trademark. I opened up the three pack. The first fragrance was whiskey and tobacco. Just in case I need my apartment to smell like a naughty grandpa. The other two fragrances were sawdust and old factory. Didn't know I was missing the smell of old factory in my life. Now I do. But now, you know, it's a great, it's, a tr it's like a tradition that I have. I'll go out on the road, and then I'll come home. I'll be so happy to be home. I'll get into my bed. I'll light up a little sawdust. I'll light up a little old factory, and I'll just really take in the smell of the union job I don't have. <laughs> just really get a whiff of that pension I'm not contributing to. <laughs> now my girlfriend's horny, but not for me, for some damn carpenter. <laughs> And not a fancy Channing Tatum carpenter. No, it's some weird old factory carpenter. He's got hair on his shoulders. He's wearing a wife beater. I don't like it. I don't like it. But that's it. Now, I'm going to smell however I want to smell. I don't care what masculinity wants me to smell like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to walk around smelling like a strawberry vanilla sassafras, I'm going to do that. Game over. Game over. If your girl can leave the house looking like a snack, I can leave the house smelling like dessert. <laughs> I'm walking around, I'm smelling like an ocean sea breeze, man. And if you don't like it, you can ocean see these hands. What's up? What's up? Get your ass beat up by a dude that smells like your mom's bathroom. I was looking at myself in the mirror recently while I put lotion on my feet. And I couldn't figure out at what point in my life did sore feet become important to me. I just woke up one day like, this is too crusty. Uh-uh-uh. Mm-mm. This needs to be like 11 or 12 times way more slipperier. And now I'm all up on that lotion, baby. I'm staying hydrated on that lotion, sliding around my house on the hardwood floor, dropping into a split and twerk. I have a good time when I'm on that lotion. <laughs> so, but now every piggy's pad gets some lotion, baby. I just get in between those toes, get the heel, take a nice moist foot, throw in a warm sock straight out of the dryer. It feels so naughty. <laughs> I might do it tonight. I just wish I could do this with my toes, you know, like. Like, how satisfying would this be if you could just get those feet together like you're stretching, you know? Just get those hammies stretched out and just really get those toes together. You know, statistically, 8% of the audience is sexually aroused by what I'm doing right now. That's right, 8% of y'all are freaks. I like you guys. I was in the shower recently and uh, I noticed that it takes my girlfriend 13 products to take one shower. <laughs> I only need three products. I got a face wash, a body wash, and a shampoo. It's for my beard, don't be a dick. Come on, scalp help, okay? Tea tree oil, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> but I saw all my girls' products and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna experiment. So I dipped my hand in what I could only describe as a bucket full of flavor crystals. And I rubbed it all over my whole entire body. And I washed it off and I accidentally exfoliated for the first time in my life. And I felt luxurious. I smelled delicious. I never felt so sexy in my life. I was even moving sexy. I was just floating around my house like a vampire, like the bottom didn't move. Just like. I was looking at my legs like, I'm gonna shave these things. I don't care what the guys say. But women get taught to do that type of stuff. They get taught self-care. But men, we never get taught that. It's always like, play sports and fight people and take all your problems and shove them deep, deep down into your stomach until you die of a heart attack five years before your wife. That's why they live longer, they're exfoliating. No more. That's it, from now on, it's communicate, hydrate, exfoliate. That's all I'm doing. I'm changing the game for men. That's it. Peace. Give it up for our patience and everybody. Honestly, for me, stand-up is the reason I'm not a drug addict. I was just a drug addict and did drugs because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. You know, I didn't, I didn't know how to be me. I mean, all that's a lie. I really am a Trump guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys know I'm kidding, right? Right to the camera. That was a joke, motherfuckers. Stand-up is the way that I can express myself. And it's like, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? I'm gonna bomb? Cool. I'm still alive. I'm not in jail. It's like, so I have no fear, you know? It's almost like the, the whole part of my life where I was being a tough guy was when I was faking it. And the part of me that is just happy and emotional and doing stand-up, this is the real me. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.